and welcome to another episode of Detective Writer. I'm your host Sally, aka Detective Writer, and today is the first episode for season two, and this we have a very special guest, my 10th guest on Detective Writer, and I think you guys might really, really be interested. He's my sibling, and I really, really just want you guys to give a warm welcome to Arvin Gutierrez. Arvin, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me here. I appreciate you taking the time to see me today. Thank you. He wanted to come for a while now, so a lot of you guys have met a few of my relatives, so I'm very grateful that a lot of you have given such a warm welcome. A few of you have actually requested certain topics, so I'm very, very grateful about that, which actually brings us to the topic of discussion beforehand. So we're going to actually be talking about communication. One example about that is receiving my first comment on Detective Writer where somebody thanked me for talking about a specific case and just really thanking me for spreading awareness about cases that may not necessarily be really heard of but communication is always key so I really do appreciate that and I know you wanted to talk about communication in particular so communication in general whether it be with personal relationships like friends family roommates or with your co-workers etc it's always really important to emphasize so however you feel best that we shall move along we can definitely discuss about communication yeah I, I feel like you know uh communication since it's it's part of everything that we do in our work in our personal lives in our uh you know and uh jesus (laughs) it's okay uh and every aspect of what we do you know when we wake up when we go outside to you know grab a breakfast meal and we are meet up meeting up with friends when we're communicating with our roommates if we have any our loved ones you know how you communicate and how they perceive that communication is rather important and so I feel like this is a perfect a perfect time to talk about you know not just the form of communication and how you choose it but your the perception of that communication that you give out and it's it's important to you know uh, unfortunately, you know, I'm at fault with this sometimes, you know, where we all are, we're humans, where we, exactly, we're all humans and we're not all perfect, but, uh, you know, when we say something, when we do something, whether it be, you know, our physical form of your communication, you know, non-verbals, when we talk, when we say a word or, uh, say, you know, a- a- anything, you know, how it's perceived and therefore how it's, uh, to the other individual or to the other group, to anyone outside of you, how it's perceived and therefore their response to that. You know, uh, unfortunately, you know, there's times when communication is misconstrued, you know, and your words are are sometimes twisted and or, or your nonverbals are twisted. Which uh, brings a good emphasis to body language correct. and your tone and your mannerisms. Correct. Like, you may say something and may not necessarily mean it the way it's being perceived, which actually is actually really important with social media or like with text messages. Yeah. Because I think 
a lot of times like and i don't mean to cut you off but like no, i no think problem. sometimes you know with the internet or even with text messages because necessarily we're not saying things face to face or even with facetime because we're not physically in front of the person i think sometimes we may say things that we would never really say in person it, but because i think it just provides like a certain protection you know thing it, or something it's like funny that. that you bring up text messaging you know it's the one area that we communicate the most and it's the one area that we tend to completely uh it goes through our over our heads yeah because you know when we text that you know the person receiving the text if they know you you know it's a little image in their head of how they believe you're saying something yeah and and what tone and, and what mannerism you know it, it's all this and it's an illusion for us because of course you know if, if you know for example if I'm texting you I'm and if I text you and you, I receive your text message I'm reading the text message thinking how you're saying it to me That's whether what I whether too. whether or not whether or not it's actually accurate whether or not it's actually true uh, I'll never know because it was a text you know and uh, text messaging has, or you know, messaging over a platform where you're not reading a body, where you're not reading body language, you're not reading tone, you're not you're not unable to you know pick up any other thing that could be part of that communication. Exactly. Um, you're automatically making an assumption of what they're trying to say, even though you know sometimes you know a straight shooter would say. No, this, what I wrote is exactly what I mean, but our perceptions of that is n- not necessarily true. We can, we can, if someone says that to you, it, they want you to meet. They want you to believe that you know what they wrote is what they say, but your mind doesn't allow you to because you're 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 trying to perceive all of the things that you're missing, in that platform when if you spoke to uh, if you spoke to this individual face to face you wouldn't need to think about the perception because you i mean you know the assumption is if if you're in front of this individual you can pick up the body cues you can pick up the nonverbals you can pick up you know how they wish to uh how they wish this message comes across yeah. this form of communication comes across to you Definitely. where we're messaging none of that is there it's completely gone yeah so you know a lot of people unfortunately it's the one area that a lot of people you know tend to screw up a lot mm-hmm. and it's the one area that people tend to uh overthink overanalyze you know make assumptions and it's it's all in your head you know and that's yeah. that's the first step that i think the first step is acknowledging that all of that thought process it's all in your head because you don't actually know what's coming yeah. across you know and as you know i tend to really go over my head because i overanalyze a lot of people's messages or even if people like let's say you send them a message and they see it and they don't respond and they still don't respond i perceive like what if i did something wrong or if i see emojis and it's like let's say a happy face a lol face or like there's so many ways that things can be perceived so i'm definitely guilty of that. yeah yeah i i, I used to I, I mean, you're not the I'm only one. I'm obsessed with people. I, <laughs> I was obsessed, you know, and I, I still partially am, you know. I now I'm, I don't, uh, you know, when I was younger, 
maybe a couple of years ago. Uh, <laughs> He's not that old. Uh, no, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, I would always overanalyze, overthink. You know, the text messages that I'm receiving or the the DMs that I receive. Or even if you don't receive them, like or if you somebody. don't receive them, you know, what's the you know what could, could possibly happen? When in actuality, yes. you know, none of this. None of this thoughts process mat even matters because it, it it's it's just your own insecurities that you're pushing on to other people, you know, and you know they the other people don't deserve that, and and sure you know there are people who manipulate. There's people who you know, who people. who want to play a game in how they communicate, and that that's that's a valid thing. That's that's definitely there. But generally, most people, when they communicate, are not playing some sort of game to try to, you know, one up you. You know, it's just their form of communication. And and one of the things that we need to understand and realize is that uh, our form of communication in person and our form of communication communication on a platform, on a social media site, you know, are, are they're the, they're the same person, but it's it's a different part of how they communicate, and that's okay too, you know. And but it's one thing to to understand and realize that how they communicate is outside of your control, and the only control you have is how you communicate and how you choose to, yeah. you know, how, what words you say, what how you how you say, it. and of course, you know, with, with uh, text messaging, of course, we we have emojis, we have emoticons, we have, you know, we emails have emails too. Have that too. Yeah, we have we, we all forms of, uh, you know, web-based communication or, you know, communication that allows you to be behind a the screen. There's plenty of ways to show how, what you mean. Yeah. But definitely, it's it's still you know it it's it's like a it's. Think of it. Think of it as, as like a watered down version of what someone's trying to say. Sometimes, you know, you know, the Eng- for example, English is the language that we predominantly speak in. You know, but English is a there's slang. There's slang there's... in English. There's 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 double meanings behind words. Nicknames. You know, nicknames and all that stuff. And the reason for that is because English it was created to provide, quote unquote, uh, uh, another form of communication. But it's yeah. a it's a dirty language, and it's a dirty language because not not saying dirty as in wrong, but dirty as in you know it, it's it's tainted. You know it's it's it wasn't it's not meant to. Uh, to take a word from the Latin, the Greek, the Arabic, and and provide the meaning for those words, it's it's it was it's just another way of saying what those languages say, you know, and their sister languages. So English has benefits and has drawbacks, you know. Definitely. And uh, but you know that's that's for another topic, another time for. 
yeah and if you think about it like way before there was text messages way before there was email there used to be letters people used to write letters to one another people used to write letters or people used, to... used to like throw, give it to a pigeon and they would do like that well i mean that's that's way way back then and i'm sure some people still use yeah. i mean certain certain places I probably still, still have <laughs> yeah some places still have you know the pigeon uh, maybe i don't actually know uh, please don't judge me on that um <laughs> but you know communication definitely has evolved yeah you know, our, our if, if we're going by history our earliest form of communication is you know body language drawings on the wall you know things that that we can see yeah or like even mannerisms like i know that one a lot of people have actually trouble in emphasizing their communication like they're having trouble like saying they're voicing their stuff so i'm like always a big advocate that if you can't say it write it down or find a way to like communicate like i'm pretty sure you know a lot of our relatives love to cook and yes. that's their way of communication. Yeah. Like they feel like cooking brings people together. It can bring you like closure. It can bring whether like isn't a good thing or a bad thing. Cooking brings people together or maybe spending quality time with one another. So yeah. it's like there's so many ways of communication that it's actually kind of interesting to see how much it's evolved. I still send letters sometimes, sometimes. Or if I like literally. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, um, in the broader scheme of communication, um, when it comes to, I would say, you know, in the, in the realm of like murder mysteries and stuff oh, like yeah. that, you know, my genre, uh, your genre, of course, you know, communication is a very important part it of is. that, you know, and uh, a lot of people don't realize how important it really is. It's so crucial to build and to emphasize certain things in the just the right way so that the story comes across and and the, tr- the you know the troubles of that story come across you yeah. know whether the good the bad all of that stuff and it's always it's always fun to read uh, you know murder mysteries and I love that and, and you know the romance the romance novels also do this but they, yeah. they you know it's more it's more of course on the on the uh what we perceive to be romantic, quote unquote, or what we perceive to be uh, desired, you know, yeah. whether, so it's, it's interesting, you know, and that's, it is. it's, 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 a, it's like a living thing on its own, you know. If you think about it, yeah, because I've seen like a lot of murder mystery films, or I've even read some books where like the main form of communication, like the detective is always obviously the person's not going to come out and say that they did what they did. They're not going to say they committed the crime. So usually you will find like body language or like clues with the little magnifying glass. It's like, it's so, it's like you're emphasizing the communications right there. Like it's obvious they did it, but you got to find more clues to communicate that to you. Right. And so that's, that's what, you know, some writers do very brilliantly, you know, uh, they, 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 hide between the lines they will hide between the words you know the words that they're choosing yeah and and good you know i'm not a i'm not a writer i'm not even a good writer but never say that everybody um, can learn everyone can learn of course but you know (laughs) some some of the best writers you know know how to skim the surface and know how to hide behind uh pleasantries and 
little words, you know, and, and that's the beauty of, 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 of reading, you know, especially reading those kinds of novels. If, if it's a good writer, you can see, you can see the world that they've built. You can see the actions that are happening. You can, see, you can visualize it and, and, and your, your mind as you're taking in those words, you know, I, I always considered it a little movie playing in my head, you know, uh, as as I'm reading the book that I'm I, I'm enjoying, you know, and it's it's sometimes so intense because the writer's so good at describing certain situations. I hope to get that good one day. We'll see. I feel I'm, like I'm sure you, you, I'm sure you're gonna be just fine. Thank you. I think you'll be great. Yeah. if you think about it it is actually very obvious like for a lot of writers they just know how to directly they don't directly say something but they just know how to foreshadow something yeah. that's gonna happen and I think it's like with so many aspects and it's like you definitely I love it when you can read a book and you just picture it in your head and picture books are great too because you can definitely see the image right there in front of you but I feel like it's so much visualization and it's just so interesting to see how far words can really come if you think about it, words have so much more emphasis than what they than what many people believe, and it's just there's so much imagination and creativity that brings about it, and it's just yeah. really something interesting. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, it's 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 like a little adventure. You know? Yeah, it's like a mini adventure, and and how how to read how to write how to express yourself in any way you know and how you express yourself of course you know there's no wrong or right answer you know everyone has their own form of expressing themselves now of course you know whether now you know if you're if you're expressing yourself with intent to commit murder okay yeah uh then then hopefully the people around you are picking up on that and that's but sometimes you know uh, if you're if you're really good it's like they, they, they don't, don't see don't please do not murder. commit murder yeah, please do not it's or not to good. yourself or to anyone you know, please you know um just gonna put that as a but, FYI but it's but it's a good idea to <laughs> learn how you feel communicate how you feel if you learn can. how to communicate and and learn you know what makes you tick what makes you express yourself you know and and take use that avenue to do so you know it's one of those great things where you know i would say before in like the 90s uh when we when goth music and so and uh and you know when we were emo kids you know I growing up emo kid. I, I was an emo kid you, I, you I, was were I was i was a rocker punker you know i, I was listening to all types of music I, I enjoy all types of music by the way I, there's no there's no there's no hesitation to I not do. listen to any form of music, even I if I may not know the words. I'm a 98 baby people, so I don't remember anything about that time period or the 2000s, so no one comes to me. Um, <laughs> but, you know. Somebody comment that they want to see pictures of this guy with in, in email. So please, somebody comment no, that. No, please do not. Please um, comment that. <laughs> but, you know, I, a lot of people would argue back then that, you know, the best thing was to keep things bottled up inside, even though society tells us no, that's that's not a good idea. It isn't. You really should. It's not a good idea to keep things bottled up. It's a great idea to you know to let it out, communicate your your the stresses that 
hold you every day and then, you know, uh, find a way to find a creative outlet, as as they used to say. And there are some people that unfortunately do find it difficult. Like for me in the beginning, it was kind of hard to emphasize to strictly say how I was feeling because I think having trust issues myself like there have been moments where it's like i would communicate how i was feeling and there would be people who weren't necessarily like understanding or they weren't really emphasizing or they made it feel like it was my fault so and if anyone has ever experienced that trust me i know the feeling and i'm so sorry that's ever happened to anybody here but you know like I think through time you learn and I find my per I find my one of my best my best forms of communication is through journaling. I find that journaling has actually been really helpful for don't me. Tell, tell that to guys. <laughs> guys don't tend to journal often. Or now, if you like to but, draw, but, if you like to do anything like that's a creative outlet. But um, you know, I do urge my male listeners to do find that creative outlet if if you don't have it. You know. It could be anything. It could be you know, playing Call of Duty. But, you know, that's just a game. Um, Please don't take that game to real life. Yeah. Just, just um, but, or any of these games. <laughs> or, like, or any of these games, because they're just games, you know. And, of course, you know. Uh, but I, I would say that women tend to communicate far more effectively than we, than we do men. And I think it's a result of, you know, expectations of us from society, expectations of ourselves. Whether or not it, whether or not we were taught to communicate effectively, and if we didn't, did we seek the desire to do so? You know, to us, you know, effective communication is maybe a grunt or a yes or no. You know, but I promise you that you know, more words is better. More words and communicating how you feel and how you want things and the boundaries that you want to set, the boundaries you are perfectly okay breaking, you know, all that requires more words than a grunt, a yes, a no, a maybe, you know, these are basic words, but they, they don't give, they don't allow you to express your, the, your thoughts. You know how you feel about a particular thing, about a particular place, about a particular action that you saw or may have experienced. You know, and so the whole point of communicating is it's more a more of understanding. You know, things are happening. It's okay that these things are happening because those things are outside of your control. You you can't control that. Yeah. What you can control is how you respond to those things, and therefore how you respond to others you know we all have a role to play in communicating and we all have a role to understand and at least acknowledge another person's form of communication that that's that should be that should be basic that should be a no-brainer kind of thing uh unfortunately it's not always the case and uh but you know, hopefully, uh, I think I think that we have people who are actively trying to change communication and change how we use communication for the better. Definitely. You know? And if as long as you feel like you can safely and express your communication and your barriers and your boundaries, as long as you're doing it 
with some with people that you feel comfortable with people that you can trust and if you feel safe to do it then please by any means because i feel like sometimes a lot of people they do want to communicate how they feel but they're not necessarily in a safe place or the people correct. that they can trust correct. To and do that's that. the, that's the other thing you know so it's finding like, a safe finding your own safe place so a lot of people find a better outlook like like maybe like a more safer outlook to just journal or sometimes you know like talk to people who can actually offer help like yeah. services and things like that so i feel like yeah. communication it definitely varies depending on your situation but as long as you feel like you have there's people in your corner it doesn't have to be like 10 million people or if it's just like one to two people that you know that you can trust you can confide in and you can just express how you feel i think that's always like one of the best things because there's a few situations where like some people are necessarily not in the safest place to or with the safest or that people that will, that they can trust to keep them safe so yeah. usually that depends yeah and I, you know i i i'm definitely you know i fall at this with some some times the way i communicate you know i communicate uh more like uh start with more sarcasm more like you know a little bit more attitude i guess that's miguel barria for you my father um <laughs> and i think i got it from him because obviously my mother does not do that uh or at least communicates the way my dad does but our dad does but um it's sometimes good and sometimes very bad you know and and sometimes it's taken so wrong and completely out of context that it then you know a situation may arise that shouldn't have never arisen and and so that's why that's that's why it's important to you know as you're communicating as you're expressing your thoughts your emotions whatever it may be you know um this i mean i have just one experience this morning with my roommates you know and if you feel comfortable like, talking about it feel free yeah uh, uh, no problem um but you know and that's it, with the situation with my roommate you know i communicated poorly and it react it re- resulted in a you know, a fight, not a fight, but an argument, yeah. an argument. Uh, so that's another thing, you know, obviously I'm not talking about a physical yeah. altercation. Please, I'm no, talking about you don't a need to use your verbal confrontation, like um, a verbal confrontation where, she, you know, they did not appreciate the way I communicated and vice. And obviously in my mind, I'm communicating a certain way, thinking one thing. They're, they're perceiving my form of communication completely differently and which results in that you know misunderstanding and therefore um you know a, a verbal disagreement which verbal disagreements happen all the time that's not the yeah. issue the issue is not verbal disagreements the issue is when you communicate one way and expect them to read your mind yeah i'm guilty of that people do not read minds i uh, unless they're a wizard, unless they're some form of superhero, and if you are, please um, respond and leave me your email so I can use your services. But if you can read, if, you, if, if you're reading minds, amazing. But if you're not reading minds, then you're just like the rest of us. And which is not, not a big deal. Which is Everybody also, which is, is also great. not a big deal. You know, it's totally fine that you're like the rest of us. Um, I think we're all uniquely us, so like we are well, uniquely no one us, is, no one is but we're also not mind readers. And so, as a as a non mind reader, uh, I would say that it's always best 
to express what you mean so that people are not trying to second guess their words, their actions towards what you've said, what you've done, so on and so forth. And that's that's the game. That's the game that some people play, you know? Yeah. It's it's the manip- it's the the manipulation of words, the manipulation of actions to either one up someone or even uh, uh, get a reaction that they're looking for. Yeah, I hear that. The best way to combat combat this is, you know, not reacting, not overthinking, not overanalyzing. And I'm guilty so, of all these people. Which <laughs> I, you know, we're guilty of all. Everyone's, a lot of us are guilty of all of these things, but more so, you know, ask for clarification. And of course, at that point, then you're you're turning the table back to that individual to either either say what they mean or they continue to you know, play this game and then you are then free to choose to walk away say or you know choose to not not no longer be part of that situation you can always choose to walk away that's definitely within your control definitely and like my mother has always said and oh just like as a fun fact for anybody Arvin and I have the same dad but we have different mothers but we actually know each other's moms they're really great people my mother has always told me you know like when you're in a relationship whether it's romantic or personal it's not just about you you always have to communicate and she always used to say and she still does don't play with the words don't play with hands whenever you say something it can hurt a lot more sometimes than physical so you should always be careful about what you say towards somebody because sometimes we may say things that we immensely regret even if we're forgiven for it and i feel like you know that's a really good emphasis because you know i always try to stop and think because i never want to offend anybody but i feel like sometimes because i overthink things i may say one thing i may say another so it's definitely like a really big important aspect to keep in mind exactly I believe that uh, I might need a break (laughs) of communicating Honestly, sometimes I feel like that too. Because if you really think about it, I I wish, you know, for the people that have done me wrong, I only wish them the best. And it took me a long time to get to this point. But I feel like there are so many times where I'm overanalyzing something. Like if I'm left on scene or if someone responds to something that completely was taken out of context. Like... I always just try to be careful with my words because that's what my mother always used to say, you know, don't play with the words, don't play with the hands, always be careful with what you say. May always be sure to know exactly how to phrase something correctly because you never know how somebody might perceive it. So, you know, it just always depends on how you feel about something. But I think, you know, if you ever feel like you do need a break, I would journal if you want to or maybe find another creative outlook because I feel like for journaling it helps me feel a lot and actually this is a good example a few days ago I actually journaled to my younger self and it said if you could talk to your journal like if you could talk to your younger self about 
your progress from being a kid to an adult, your progress mentally, emotionally, physically. And I wrote so much and it was literally on the subway when I was going to work because I live in New York City, we live in New York, go figure. And I was surprised by how many words flew out of me and just, I felt like I communicated so much to myself that I, I remember ending that letter with saying, I love you, Sally, because it's just, Communication is so many. It's so ex- it's just so expressive, and I feel like with journaling, that's actually one of my stronger suits. Yeah, um, journaling is definitely not my stronger suit. But uh, one thing that you definitely hit on uh, that I wanted to emphasize was that you know, communicating to yourself is very important. It's very yeah. important for your mental, you know, stri- you know. Um, build up of mental strength you know understanding that you know the words that you tell yourself every day is just as important as the words that you tell the people outside of your you know outside of your home outside of your you know your work you know you are a a a being that needs communication just as much as the next person and and sometimes you may not get it from the outside from outside which is totally fine but uh, that's when you should, you know, the words that you t- say to yourself, the words that you communicate yourself with, you know, when you look at yourself in the mirror, the, when you perceive yourself as, you know, maybe not as attractive, not as smart, not as, you know, or you can active, you know, you, you, you're, you're putting yourself down. You're literally putting yourself down when there's plenty of people to do it for you. There's plenty of people to do it for you, and there's no reason to. Uh, and unfortunately, you know, I'm a product of this. Me too. You know, we're constantly putting ourselves down, which is a terrible thing because because you're not gonna if you're putting yourself down, then you don't even have yourself in your own corner to build you up. You literally have taken yourself out of the equation of. Of supporting your actions, supporting what you're doing, support you know the dreams, the aspirations, the goals that you have, that you wish to accomplish when you were younger. The all of that is all important. And if you don't even have yourself, how can the people around you support you? Yeah. You know, you, you need to support yourself first before you can support others. And it's why people tell us, you know. If the plane, if the plane loses oxygen, if the plane destabilizes uh, in the co- in the cockpit or not in the cockpit, but you know, inside the plane, you put on your oxygen mask first before you try to help someone else because you can help someone else, but what happens when you don't have your own oxygen mask on? If something should happen, you know, God forbid, no. God forbid, you know, uh, or if 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 you see someone drowning, but you can't swim. How, how can you be the person to help? I can't know? swim, but I don't have enough physical strength to do this. So the, I would just situa- get the lifeguard. In those, in those situations, you know, you know, acknowledging what you're capable of, where your shortcomings are, and then proving on those shortcomings, and also knowing how to get help to help not only yourself but the people around you is is all forms. Of communicating Definitely. you know and and the one thing if you take from this episode mm-hmm. is that you know 
learn how to communicate to yourself first. Even 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 if you can't, even if you don't know how to communicate to others, communicate to yourself, and and be and and every day I suggest, you know, a positive, you know, give yourself one positive thing, maybe two, maybe three, and every day give yourself a positive aspirations, positive thoughts, positive, you know, no one no one looks like a rock star. When they're born, no one looks like a, a 10 out of 10 situation、uh, just by being. Now, yeah, sure, there's some people with great genes, you know, great genetics. But everybody's born, everybody's beautiful, no matter what. But if you want to look a certain way, if you want to feel a certain way, that all. It, how you are today, how you are tomorrow, is a Is the result of either all the work that you put in, or none of the work that you put in to yourself? How you feel about yourself, how you feel about the people around you, all of that is is the result of things that you've done, things that you are doing, things that you continue to do, and all it all starts at, with communication. It all starts with your thoughts. It all starts with your actions. It all starts with all of these things. If I can add on to that, I think you, you bring a good point. You know, self-love and self-esteem is something that is that should always be emphasized because, you know, like I've always heard this saying because I've always it's I've told a few of you obviously you know I haven't always had a lot of self-confidence in myself. Like even starting this podcast, I was thinking who's gonna want to listen to my voice. Or when it came to blogging, who's gonna want to read what I'm writing? Or even when it came to my book, all I heard was such negativity. And then I realized to myself, when I started to believe it, and even moments where there are, you know, I'm just thinking to myself, I feel like a lot of times I tend to compare and contrast myself, especially when it comes to other people. You know, if I see people my age having bestsellers, or they have like a lot of thousands and thousands of friends, or people supportive to them, it's like. I hate doing that, but I think it's just I'm so used to going through that, and that I feel like I shouldn't be used to that. You know, if I, if I truly love myself, if I truly believe in myself, then other people can see that. And I think you know, if any of you ever feel like you want to tr- like change anything about yourself, only do it because you want to,、Correct. not because somebody is saying, oh, you have to look like this or you have to be a certain size, whatever.、Correct. If you know how you want to present yourself to others, if you want to get ten thousand tattoos, I don't have any tattoos. Neither does Arvin. But if you ever feel like you want that, go for it. If you feel like there's a change that you want to make for yourself, whether it's physically, emotionally, mentally, you should only do it because you want to. You feel in your heart and soul. I feel like there's so many times, like even in school, I have really curly hair. I don't think a lot of you have ever seen that. One day you'll see me in person. I. I have immensely curly hair, and in middle school, when I was going through bullying, all I heard from the kids is that I should straighten my hair, should straighten my hair, should straighten my hair, and I ended up getting, and I remember feeling such, such negativity about my hair that I started to try to straighten it, and I almost destroyed my hair. I've never dyed it, I've never done anything to it, but I took, I had less confidence about my curls. And even because I have bushy eyebrows, I used to have what was considered a unibrow, and I was always told by so many people that my physical features 
were not attractive enough. And I remember thinking so badly about myself because it's when I tell you words, words can really hurt more than than physical like physical communication but I think it just took with time and effort to realize that you know people come and go whether it's family whether it's friends whether it's anybody people can come and go the only person that remains with you is yourself and if you know what you want for your life if you know what you seek for yourself if you know what you want to change about yourself then that's the only thing that matters because this life is way too short and honestly i think for me one of the biggest things that i will constantly emphasize is your life is your life nobody else is living it and if you know that there's something that you want to perceive that there's something that you want to go seek for yourself then it should only be your choice because in the end life is too short and you know you never know that's why i always say and I think I agree with Arvin with that, you know, self-love, to communicate that to yourself. I've actually started doing this myself, communicating. I'm going in the mirror. I'm going, like, I put my hands on my hips and I tell myself, I am beautiful. I am strong. I am brave. I can get anything that I want because I'm working for it, because I really want it, and because I know I'm a good person. And that really helps me, even for, like, less than two minutes or even whatever. It just... If you know the kind of person you are, and everybody here I'm sure is an amazing person. I can't wait to meet all of you. But like that's really one thing you should always know that if you love yourself, if you love and care for yourself, then I think it just everything comes into place when it comes to like communicating it to others as well. Yeah. And and you know, obviously, you know, a lot of the a lot of this, you know, obviously it's so easy to say these things. You know, yeah. Than than to actually do these things. And of course, you know, there's people who have had, you know, non good mentors or not so great parents, but none of that matters because you know I they, we're all they, in the journey that we've given for a reason. Yes. And more importantly, and on top of everything that we've said, you know, you have to acknowledge that you are a, a individual. And you uniquely you. There's nobody else like you. And there's no one like you. And maybe we may have double gangers somewhere. You know, there'd be times for that. But generally, you know, when you want, when you are going out to do something, without support of the people around you, whether it be, you know, unexpected or expected because you don't have people around you. As long as you can support yourself to do the thing, to do the the act or, you know, to, to go and, and, and prove yourself. If you build that solid pillar pillars start building around you you know one as long as you're built as long as you're building parts of your life it's not it's not a drastic it, it doesn't have to be dramatic it doesn't have to be for you to change every aspect of your life you know a lot uh, scientists say um you start with a small thing you know you, if, if it's always great to have an idea a goal uh as big as you can possibly think and then you break down those goals, those dreams, those aspirations into the smaller parts, 
how to 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 actually take the steps to get there. You know, for example, let let a, a, just a quick example. You know, let's say let's say I want a million dollars. Sure, I want a million dollars. How do I get the million dollars, right? Well, what do I think? What are the steps I need to take to make a million dollars? How do I want to make the million dollars? Do I want to be getting paid a salary of a million dollars a year? Yeah. Do I want to be having my own business for a million to,、uh, with a million dollars coming in? Do I want to、uh, sell something? That will, or sell things that will get me the million dollars. Yeah. You know, a million dollars. If the million dollars is the goal, what are the steps that you believe that you think you need to take to get to a million dollars? Now, obviously, a million dollars is a million dollars. It's money. It's it's not going to bring you happiness, but it will bring you. If 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 a million dollars gets you to be more financially stable, if it if it brings more support. For your family, for your loved ones, you know, that's a great goal to have a million dollars. But what what's the what what do you do with it? You know, if I had a million dollars, I would probably try to move out of New York City, probably get my family a house, probably get them a house first, and then I don't know. Yeah. I try to get my parents a house because that's just one example, guys. You know, obviously, yeah. You know,、um, people can have plenty of dreams, plenty of aspirations, but writing nothing down is impossible. right, nothing is impossible, basically. And and there's there's、um, unless you look at it, thinking I want a million dollars, but you have no steps that you've written down or no steps that you've thought of to actually get you to there, and and so. It's all about baby steps, you know. You wake up one morning, you look yourself in the mirror, and you can say, you know, I may not be healthy, but I want to be. It could be as simple as that. I may, I may not be, you know,、uh, I may not be everyone's choice. But you're your first choice. But you're your first choice, you know. If you give your, if you give yourself positive energy. That positive energy correlates to a better life for yourself,、yeah. and it's why it's why people,、uh, some people in、um, what's the、uh, what's the、uh, you know the pe- people people、uh, people who love plants, gardeners, green thumbs, the green thumbs. I would say the green thumbs. You know the green thumbs out there. They're all they they communicate to their plants every day, all the time. You know how beautiful they are, how 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 big they're growing, all of that stuff, and you know people, and you know the plants are a living thing. Yeah. You know, and there's plenty of videos out there that show sometimes you know if you if you're giving positive energy to living things, they grow, they get bigger, they blossom, they they become. Far more beautiful than than they are. But if you give negative energy, you know they wither, they die. You know、yeah. it's it's, but, and that's what you're doing to yourself. You know you're withering yourself by not being your first support. You know we don't want you to wither and die. 
we want you to grow you're you have a light you have that you have you have potential to do something amazing do something extraordinary it doesn't have to be as dramatic as curing cancer unless you're working towards that and if you are congratulations that's awesome but it could be successful in anything that you deem it to be yeah and who is to deem what success is for anybody (laughs) else because i can definitely tell you so we could stay here and talk all day how much i thought how success has to be some way or another but even if it's like let's say you guys want anybody wants to be a janitor or a bus boy and if you're and if you feel like that's your success that congratulations and i mean that wholeheartedly because your life is your life if you know what you want for it what you want to change for it what you want to aspire to be and you've done it congratulations you've attained all the success in the world because you lived your dream you accomplished it it's like that's such uh i love that communication is especially communication to yourself yeah it's really emphasizing importance so yeah um it's a, a constantly learning thing yeah, what works in progress. Always works in progress. You know, I think I think you, you can't you you can't truly say that you've completed building yourself. You know, we have you know look at New York City. New York City has been built and it continues to be built. And you know, I'll be glad to finally see New York City not need a new construction project or a new repair or a new fix but as we all know for those who live in big cities it's not just new york there's always something to improve you know always something that requires attention and if you live your life this way for yourself not necessarily looking at the outside things the things that you know for your city needing fixing is not a priority of your self yours individually as a community yes as a community it's the responsibility of a community of an agency to build and to maintain but for yourself if you look at yourself as where can i improve i'm eating junk food every day i'm drinking drinking every day you know Things that 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 I call that comfort food. It's comfort food, but but too, but too much of a good thing is a bad thing, you know. Okay. You know, from my understanding, or at least based on experience, you know. Obviously, I love white chocolate chip macadamia cookies. Oh yeah. But I if I chip. eat a hundred of them every day, maybe make them from home. You know, uh, I don't tend. I don't think I'm gonna lose weight that way. Now, and I'm not saying in my case. Uh, or in anyone's case that your goal is uh, you, you should have a goal of losing weight I would say being healthy eating a hundred cookies yeah. despite how delicious they may be also should is not, not, is not necessarily either. healthy but you also should not need to restrict yourself and your body has a way of communicating to you its needs it, it, your, your body the, your body wants to be in sync like, with the mind and it, yeah. it it does this so brilliant brilliantly that you know when you're thirsty for water when you're hungry for salads or meals or whatever whatever the case may be you know, your body is craving what it believes it needs at that moment now of course like i actually am craving vietnamese food at the moment exactly exactly <laughs> so you know i think 
all of that is a form of communication and it's your body just body way of body communicates with you you know women tend to have that gut feeling that's a that's a form of communication you know how you know when women know the time of the month when mother nature comes whatever the case may be you know all of that is a form of communication and it's happening in real time and it, it's your it's in your best interest to understand it acknowledge it and to uh improve your communication and oh. i i think i think that's why i chose this topic I like it. I like it. Anyway. Can you believe we've gone for almost an hour? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I don't I'm know glad. if you want to continue talking or if you want to save anything for next time. Um, yeah, we can save it for next time. Okay. We can save it for next time. I got plenty of things to talk about. Okay. And if you're comfortable, would you allow me to put your social media? Would you allow background music? Yeah, of course. No problem. Okay. Could I put background music or if not? Background music? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, how did you honestly feel? Can I, I'm communicating to you. Communicate to me how you felt um, in this podcast. I was nervous. Obviously, this is my first, first podcast. Uh, I've, I've had been, a lot of people who've been nervous, but you guys tell I, me if I'm doing a good job making them feel comfortable. Yeah, you're, you're doing pretty good. You're, you're pretty good, actually. Yeah. Um, Come on, but, uh, I was definitely nervous. You know, of course, I'm not... Um, it's not like I hold a degree in communications, you know, just let putting people out there. My my special, my area of expertise is in IT or or tech stuff, you know. You uh, and that's another form comment. of communications. The ones and zeros. I like the ones and zeros, you know. Um, it's very all logical communicative form of communication, you know. If this, then that kind of thing, you know. Uh, but I am grateful for this time. I'm glad. Sally, that you brought me on, and yeah, I know exactly. I've always wanted to do it, I've always wanted to start my own podcast. I had, you know, you people, and Laura. people, people have been telling me, Arvin, you know, I work when I used to work at, at a retail computer shop, you know, I would communicate with, I would have conversations with my co worker. Uh, her name is Lauren, she's great. Um, she's fantastic, actually, she's one of the best people I know. But we would have just normal conversations. It could be, it would have been about anything, about computers. It would have been about, you know, the New York Giants, which, you know, they're making a comeback season. You know, they're gonna, they're gonna. I'm hoping. If anybody hoping. else was a that's that's football, person. American football. Not that's not soccer. Person. I'm sorry. Um, but, you know, and then there would be customers in the store. They would hear our conversations, and they, you know, they're there for a service or a purchase or whatever the case may be. But then they leave. And before they leave, they would say, you guys should start a podcast. I will listen to you guys. You guys are actually pretty funny. So, you know, it's something like that. Simple, Something simple. But I promise you, you know, if you have something to say, go out and say it in your own way. Whether it be in the art that you, you secretly have. Whether it be in the, uh, you know designing of clothes you know secretly while your family is watching something in politics or i don't know you know and any form of communication that you're that you are keeping to yourself do so but you know some things should be expressed and and i promise you you know despite some people may um, being negative about it, there'll be a lot more people positive about it. And I think I'll end it there. Yeah.
ever wanted to start a podcast, let me know. But you know, if you ever want to be a co-host and a detective writer, let me know. Like that's always an option as well. Yeah, cool. Thank you. I appreciate that. Because I have been doing a podcast for quite a minute, and I'm just—I think I've said that before. The person who commented on Teresa Carroll Richardson's case, I truly communicating to you my utter appreciation. Please let me know if there's any cases that any of you want me to discuss, or any more guests that you would like to return, or anything like that. But I'm telling you, if you ever want to be a co-host or any of you, just let me know. That is cool. always an option. I appreciate that. Could be you. detective writers instead of just detective writer. Yeah. And honestly, I'm just grateful that you got here. I know in the beginning you were a little nervous, so I, I was. do. Thank you. I'm glad but it's I'm, actually glad major brightened you up a bit. Yes, yes, it was great. Thank so you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for loose for listening to all of us detectives. I honestly can't thank you all enough for managing to be with us up to the first episode of season two. As you always know, please. Let me know if you have any topics I'd like to discuss, any comments, anything. Just let me know. Please have a great day, afternoon, evening, or night. And until then, keep on sleuthing.